Parents just don't understand. Bringing us in today as we count down the top songs about parenthood. Welcome to Twisted Lister. I'm Scott, joined by Todd and Harrison, as I am on every single show. And every single show, we count down some form of list. And we encourage feedback, of course. We got some feedback from our, our last show. We'll talk about that. That show being top sports and stadium anthems as we were getting ready for Super Bowl week. And this week we're going to talk top songs about being a parent. Well, guys, how's everything going? Todd, I know you were at the big Fleetwood Mac show uh, just this past week. And it was ironic because you were there with a parent-in-law. So how, how fitting. I, I, yes. And my know? studio is actually the bedroom of my mother-in-law for the weekend. So, yeah. Ah. Parents. Oh. Parenthood is definitely a big theme this weekend. What? But uh, yeah. I, is you, I, I'll talk about the show later. No, go me? ahead. Tell us a little bit about the. I oh, think okay. yeah. Go ahead and tell us a little bit the Fleetwood Mac show real quick. Oh, yeah, okay. Give us, give no, us it was. Uh, I, I was very pleasantly surprised. Not that I. I mean, I've always liked Fleetwood Mac, but not like a huge fan. But they put on a hell of a show. I mean, they have so many hits, and they really like the first five or six songs. They just rolled through hits. They played the chain. They played a. Uh, uh, you make love and fun. They play, I mean, it was it was an awesome set, and they pretty much played everything I think that I would have wanted to hear. Um, so it was. I mean, and it's funny because they have for I can't think of a lot of bands. It's I mean, they're such a weird band uh, because they had two couples within the band, but and they had so many and they joked about their ups and downs. But between Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, and Mick Fleetwood, they're all such like big personalities. That it's kind of funny that they figured out a way to like let all of their personalities yeah, kind of shine. Yeah, it's called a payday. It's called, I enjoyed a, called, that. Called, well, yeah, <laughs> a payday. Yeah. Well, they still had a lot of fights, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, obviously yeah. money money brings people together just <laughs> as much as it divides them. Uh, that's so. that's a that's a great quote from the financial advisor here on the show. That's right. It's, I, that's I, I see it all the time. Yeah, you know, family true. strife. Um, but but anyway, so it was it was a, an awesome show. It was the encore. They did a "Don't Stop" and they. It looked like the show was over and people were starting to leave. And then they, Stevie came back out and did uh, Silver Springs, which was cool. Oh, that's um, you can't you can't spring an encore on old people like exactly. that. Exactly, they yeah. they've got plans. They got there's yeah. pills to take. <laughs> there's take. They gotta I get home. It was eleven o'clock for God's sake. You know, I know. Late. Wow. They gonna, played. They're gonna like, miss Letterman. They had to get out of there. They played for like two, like two hours and forty minutes or forty five minutes. It was it was a long show. I but, have uh, Lindsey Buckingham, I will say, very good guitarist that I never like really. really a lot of people say guitarist. that. A lot of people yeah. talk about Lindsey Buckingham being a very underrated guitarist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was really good, and um, yeah, Mick Fleetwood's like the court jester. He's hilarious, and he came on. It was the weirdest ending to a concert that I've ever seen. I've been, you guys know, I've been to a lot of concerts, but after Silver Springs, they, like, it looked like again it was over. The house lights didn't come on. Then Stevie Nicks comes out and tells a story about how Christine McVie just came back into the band. And then McFleetwood comes out after she leaves the stage, and he tell, he, he basically thanks everyone and talks about how great it is for the band to be all together. And then he's like, okay, good night. And I was like, that's so weird. Wait, I've that, never seen that was after, two speeches close the show after the encore. Oh, yeah. that was Well, that's because it's it's like it's everybody. Sh they all need to have their mic time, right? I'm guessing exactly, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah they're all, they all need to get the, have the mic time. Harrison, any uh, aging rockers in your past week? That we've, uh, <laughs> any, uh, just me, yeah. just me. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm in, in in my current, you know, uh, uh, purge and fast cycle, Kobayashi style, getting ready for Man Day 13 tomorrow. So, uh, oh, yeah. I've been training up. I've been listening to a lot of Finnish death metal. 
I think I got this one clamped down this year. It's gonna be <laughs> good. It's gonna be hard. I don't. If I remember the Super Bowl, I did it wrong. So you know. There you go. That's the way and to I be. Did, I did want to thank uh, our loyal listener uh, Michael Newman for his uh, request for. Oh, parents just don't understand what's kicked off the show today. Yeah, very so, good. A good very suggestion. good. A good way to start off good. our our list about parent songs, and also want to thank Thad, our listener Thad, for the feedback from last week's show, giving us some props on the regional aspect. We talked about sports stadium anthems, of course, and how it applies differently to different regions, and had a little conversation about that. And uh, Thad had had talked about how "Hoedown" by Emerson Lake Palmer used to be the lead-in for the Red Wings games. I'm assuming the broadcast of the Red Wings games. That's what he talks about when he was a kid. So, see, being a Detroit guy, I, I had no idea that Emerson Lake Palmer had any kind of sports connection. But there I you didn't go. either. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So uh, thank you, Thad, and thanks to all our listeners out there. And I think well, without any further ado, it's time to start the countdown. Harrison, you're up. You're on the clock, man. Hey, guys, as always, I like to take these lists, you know, kind of – in my direction, very, and this one I took very narrowly since we were doing songs about being a parent or parenthood. Uh, so I, you know, stayed away from songs about parents or parenting. So like Mama's Little Yellow Pills by the Rolling Stones, great song, but I think more about, you know, telling a parent what to do. But anyway. Oh, but Mother's Little Helper might have been interesting. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, sorry, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Mother's Little Helper. Oh, is that what you were talking that's about? That's what I was trying to say, yeah, sorry. Oh, you're talking about the Mama's Little Yellow Pills. She says Little Yellow Pills. Yeah, it's in the song. Yeah. Anyway, um, any Grace anyway, Slick, any, uh, any Grace Slick references mentioned? But I feel like when we mention Grace Slick, we should have a new rule that we should have to play a Starship song. Oh uh, yeah. When any, yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever there's a Grace Slick mention, just to remind us of what happens when you take too many of those pills, where your career goes. Oh, so, yeah. so, which yeah. I you built this city. You just yeah. I had a yeah. flashback last night to our female-fronted rock band episode. Yeah. Because we we discussed Fleetwood Mac at length. Yeah, and then you know d- determine that they're not they don't qualify. And I think if anything, while they're a great band, and last night confirmed that for me, um, I also thought Lindsey Buckingham is a huge part of the the front of that band. So yeah, I still I stand by. Despite the name Lindsey, obviously. Despite, despite the name, right? And now, and I oh my God! Wait, you guys. Said Scott had a great line about even though his name's Lindsey, it's still not a female fronted band. That's that's <laughs> correct. And and I, you, that's one of those showbiz things. I mean, let's talk that. Not to harp on Fleetwood Mac, Harrison. We got to get to your countdown. But that's good. Well, yes. one second. I mean, this is one of these bizarre showbiz things, right, where – and I'm, I'm not saying I'm the first person to come up with this, but it's worth mentioning, right? I mean, you have a dude named Lindsay and a chick named Stevie, and it's a female-fronted right. band, but it's but she's named Stevie, and he's kind of – he's this – you know, he's – And in cover albums are, are naked bed, bedroom scenes together. It's, like, yeah, they're just try, trying to make it all sorts of kind of – Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Know? It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. And they are they're great with the drama and the theatrics, and, I gotta gotta say. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention my Fleetwood Mac story that I have, but I almost forgot to tell you guys. This was crazy. This I go to this job interview recently and this uh, this woman is interviewing me and she's she's in her late twenties, so young on the young end, right? She's not she's not an aging rocker, obviously, on the young end and she's and we we start talking music. She tells me about how much of a Fleetwood Mac fan she is. Uh, and I say, oh, that's that's interesting. That's great. She talks about how she's seen them like multiple times, and she was so excited for them to be coming back around. And I think this is like a never-ending tour. This is the cash-out, never-ending tour. I think tour. so, because they just like, played right. D.C. three months ago. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, 
Deep bands don't do that. No, they don't play I, the same arena I, three months Motley later. Crew, I think Motley Crue is doing the same thing right now. Just like continuing yeah. to tour until it's Actually, all... I think Billy Joel is too. A little. Yeah. He's doing the stadium continuing yeah, to tour. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, And then she, she goes, yeah, and you should see this. And she rolls up her sleeve and she has – she talks about how much she loves Stevie Nicks. And she has Fleetwood Mac lyrics uh, tattooed all over her. Wow. Arm. Yeah, pretty intense. Wow. So, hardcore. Yeah, that Super. was hardcore. Especially for someone that age. You yeah. You don't expect it. Like, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of hardcore fans last but, night, but they were mostly over well, uh, 50, you know? You know what? I'm going to segue into this countdown. She talked about it is because of the influence of her parents, and they love Flute Mac, and uh, now they go to their sense. shows together. So obviously in this hey. list, uh, talking about music about parenthood, but I think some of it is, yeah. is memories of maybe you and your parents or being a parent or all that. So anyway, Harrison, go, go ahead. Start the countdown. We apologize for interrupting. All right, let's go with number five. I have Gracie by Ben Folds. It's a uh, kind of piano ballad because it's by Ben Folds, uh, but it's just a great song. Written, you know, father to daughter and talking to his daughter about, you know, how she sees a side of him that nobody else does. And it's just a very sweet song. You can you know, It is. It is. I never actually heard this song until this, until the last couple of days. Yeah, I kind of rediscovered so. it as part of this process, and it means more now because when it came out, I didn't have a kid, and now I do. And uh, so, yeah, having a five-year-old daughter that kind of definitely bleeds into the songs I chose for this list. They, you'll notice they're mostly <laughs> father-daughter sure. songs, as as kind of happens. Uh, and that from Gracie, which I think everybody should check out, is a great song. Um, we'll post a link on the. Uh, on the website. It's, but, and it's on the Spotify playlist. It and it's on. on the playlist, so check it out. Yep. Uh, number four is the classic Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder, which I think everybody should know. Another father-daughter. I, I think I think it might be the most popular father-daughter wedding song ever, it just was, based on my own empirical it, anecdotal evidence. It was actually. the father-daughter uh, song at my wedding. So there it's you the go. default, right? I, I like you, think, Scott, your so. wedding DJ, you just have it queued up in case somebody right. told you what to play. That's true. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. Yeah. Like yeah. if someone can't come up with something, just play, plug it in there. But uh, I, my only issue with that song is I think I don't know. I, 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 the cheese factor for me is it's a little high, but that's just my. Yeah, but it's such a... wonder veers into that territory. Yeah, yeah, but he does it so well. He does it with such panache. I'm going to say, does. you know what? I mean, it's not quite, I just called to say I love you, but it's it's veering in that yeah. direction. And based on my based on my involvement with the song, I'm going to sit out the critique of this song. So I was going to say, yeah. Scott really can be objective. <laughs> It was, a it was a wonderful choice. He's going to get in trouble. Yeah, I'll sit out the critique. All right. It was a great choice. I just I, I just had to put in my two cents. As you know, I, I always That's do. what the idea of the show is. If you didn't do that, there wouldn't be much of a oh, show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, number three on my list, we're going to go. Um, so this song is kind of sticking the same theme, and, and maybe, maybe it's a little too close to Ben Fold's Gracie. I could have probably uh, had one or the other, but I really like both songs. Uh, Lullaby by Billy Joel, um, which I guess it's another sweet piano ballad. Yes, and probably yeah, the only the up. only song worth listening to off of uh, that uh, River of Dreams. But, Whoa, you know, I, I thought it was oh, a River. That's of... what it was off of. Uh, yeah, yeah, River of Dreams yeah. track. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Uh, that's an that's an interesting album. That's the, the whole. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, <laughs> by interesting you mean yeah, awful. Yeah, <laughs> there is a. Uh, by the way, there's a song called Lullaby by Nick. There's a reason why he stopped making pop yep. music. 
There's a song called Lala. That album was so bad he became a classical composer for a while. That's how bad that album was. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, River of Dreams. What did you say, Scott? Okay. There's a song. There's a song called Lullaby by Nickelback. I, I don't know that off the top of my head. I'm just looking through oh, the catalog God. right now and just letting That's you know. That's awful. Okay. Oh, Lullaby's going to give you the But I'm going to tell you. Wait, so let's, 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 let's talk about River of Dreams for a second. Let's talk about River of Dreams. All right, so this is, this is Lullaby. You're right. I mean, this was, you know... This is that was not lullaby. That was still in Chile, but That's this is lullaby. <laughs> and um, it, you know, River of Dreams. You guys are giving it a bad rap. I feel like I didn't. I didn't like River of Dreams like the song when it first came out. But now it's grown on me. And let's not forget about Great Wall of China. That was a decent. That's a decent song. Oh, oh. oh let's, let, let's forget. <laughs> I don't know. Let's not, let's not. Was it, uh, let's in the not. middle of the night. Yeah, in the middle, middle of the night. night. Yeah. yeah, that's Should River of Dreams. Should yeah, we queue it up? Should we queue up oh, in the middle? Virginia. Yeah, that's oh, River of Dreams. Scott really wants to play. Okay. I, I really want to. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, here we go. I, I think mean, he was just on. looking for an excuse. I, I was, I was. I mean, you guys, this song, I didn't like it at the beginning. I didn't like it in the middle. Then, you know what? My sister had the CD, one of the few CDs that Amy actually had, and she had this CD, and it grew on me. <laughs> she was listening to this at the same time. She was into Lion King, of course, but that tells you something uh, about River of Dreams. Yeah, yeah. Heavily. No wonder why he started playing with Elton John. Todd, that's a good line. <laughs> they, they really converged there in the nineties. Uh, Billy, yeah. Billy, it's Elton. I, I heard your River of Dreams. It's. I feel like we could tour and do. Can you feel the love tonight? Followed by River of Dreams, and it'd be fantastic. <laughs> and I'm not gonna. You know, this is a sinkhole that we can continue to go down because now I just want to play. I remember everybody. Uh, yeah, we, I remember in high school coming in the day after everybody had gone to the River of Dreams tour and everybody wearing uh, oh, the yeah. River of Dreams T-shirts. I, I bet they played the Cap Center, I, didn't they? Or he played the Cap Center, probably. I think so. Yeah, is there bet, RFK you know or something? What? This is fitting because I bet that was a big parent-child show. I bet a lot. Yeah, of, it was. I bet that was oh, a yeah. lot That's of parent-child. Yeah. yeah, big parent-child show there. And, so. and Scott, you're actually making me want to play Down East or Alexa now because that's a oh, that's a great song from that's the previous a great, album. Well, you know, that's a great song. A whole other show. Song. All right, top and, five. No, but Alexa, Alexa do, was his daughter. You, you know what? It was his boat it named is. after his daughter. It is, and you want to know a little bit of trivia now? I'm going to tell you this. I think I think that Billy Joel this summer – and I don't know if anyone yep. else falls in this category. I think he will become the first parent-child, Billy Joel and Alexa Ray Joel, the first parent-child combo to both play Bonnaroo because Billy Joel played Bonnaroo. Oh, really? To uh, this this year, and Alexa Ray Joel played Bonnaroo back in the day. Yes, yeah, she played. I didn't know like, she played. She played like huh. she, a, a career that did not a music career that that was. Uh, derailed at some point. Are we sure that Jacob Dylan hasn't played? Well, that's Bonner. the question. That would be the next. Uh, yeah, that would be. They, they might have. So, all right, we, we've got two topics to do. We've got to do Children of Rock Stars. Dude, what about Derek Trucks? Derek Trucks, man, that's an obvious. Well, Derek Trucks. Yeah, but that's uncle. That's uh, that is, that's nephew oh, uncle. Oh, they're not father son. Yeah, that's nephew uncle. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, but we do have to do a parent child top. Parent, a parent-child combo, rock stars, and then we have oh, to do. Yeah. I think we've got to do a top five Billy Joel song show now. I feel like, anyway. Um, I think we should. I also yeah. think we want to do a top five nautical songs, of which. Oh, nautical! I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Columbus Day would be perfect. Yeah. That would be great. You're right. <laughs> Top five All nautical. Right. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Harrison. Harrison, that's what makes the show great. But Harrison, yeah, uh, where, where are uh, do you? Have, 
do, any more any more conversation about River of Dreams out there? Anybody else? I, no, I'm good. <laughs> so Lullaby was the selection. Lullaby. Lullaby was the selection. Okay. It is. I mean, maybe the album needs revisiting. But yeah, uh, I think it does, it. Harrison. I think it okay. does. Okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. So going from there, uh, number two. Now moving away from this pr- previous theme of the, the father-daughter songs, we're now at uh, "Stay Up Late" by the Talking Heads, which is kind of that song about like your kids are just so much fun, especially when they're little, that all you want to do is just like play with them and having a great time. But at some point, like you're the parent and they're the child, and you kind of have to like get back to your, you know, doing what you're each, each supposed to do. So, but it's I think it's just a really good fun song about like the joy, like the kind of spontane, spontaneity and joy of being a parent at times. And it's it's got that classic talking heads '80s sound, which I enjoy. which is great, which is like a double bonus for me. Um, and Scott, it reminds me of your late night dance parties with Noah. That's what I think yeah. of. Oh, yeah. Plays, you know? Yeah, we listen to a lot of hip hop. <laughs> and luckily, late night dance parties aren't happening anymore. So let's let's knock on oh, wood. That's good. Let's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Except last night. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay up late, talking heads. And Harrison. Number one on your list is number one. Number one for me is by Loudon Wainwright the third. Say that three times fast. Um, <laughs> who is the father of Rufus Wainwright, and uh, he has a song. Uh, he also has a daughter, Martha. He has a song called uh, "Daughter," um, and it, you know, great. as a dad, every time I listen to it, it turns me into a complete puddle of mush. Wow. It's, it's a great song. Amazing song, and like as especially watching Penny grow up and. Doing stuff with there, it like oh, it gets you right in the, right in right in the feels. Oh, Harrison, yeah. Everything she sees, she says she wants. Everything she wants, I see she gets. That's my daughter in the water. Everything she owns. Yeah, it's a great song. Gives me chills. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, I tell I'll tell you now, Scott, you you get you owe to yourself to listen to that song at least once a year. And uh yeah, see where you are because it kinda takes you through. I was I was gonna save this for my list, but most people a lot of people might recognize the song because it was played over the closing credits of the movie Knocked Up, so that's fun, right. Fun yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because I mean, the third is buddies with Judd Apatow and has was actually in Knocked Up. He was the uh, obstetrician for mm-hmm. Seth, R- Seth Rogen and he Captain played Idol. he played the father on his show uh, Undeclared. That's right. Uh, yeah, back in he was the day. Jay Baruchel's father, right? Yes. That's right. Uh, I have a I have a tie in with Loudon Wainwright III. I'll mention during my list of the show, uh, and I agree that's that's a great song. And um, or during my list during the show, and uh, it's a, it's a, yeah it's a, it's a great song. I didn't I don't know where I was going with this, uh, but anyway, Harrison, wrapping up your list at number. F- Why don't you do it, Harrison? Okay, yeah, going down. Yeah. Five is Gracie by Ben Folds. Four isn't she lovely? Stevie Wonder. Three Lullaby Billy Joel. Two Stay Up Late Talking Heads, and one Daughter Loudon Wainwright the Third. <laughs> he really has to slow down on them. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's hard. Todd, you're up. All right. You're All right. up. I'm ready to go. All right. So number five, I, I was surprised this song wasn't on you guys' list, but there's maybe a good reason for that. But uh, I have Teach Your Children by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, uh, which was actually 
maybe the first song that came to mind, first or second song when, when this topic came up. And uh, it's just, I mean, it's those signature amazing CSNY harmonies, um, and it's got a great country inflection mm-hmm. um, in the song. And uh, I, love, I always love the line, uh, so just look at them and sigh and know they love you. I love that. So it probably, you guys can probably... Well, yeah, relate to that. It's a good, it's a, it's a great song. I, I just, I think it, I always think of it more of like, like a, a, a note to society, though. You know, <laughs> I, I, I think it's yes, but it's talking about their, you know, being a parent. Yeah. that's an interesting point, Harrison. Yeah, that's an interesting point. A note to society rather than a one-on-one lesson. I like, but yeah. I think it's good. It fits the bill, and it is a hit. It it's a, it's, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, and it's a song everyone. I mean, everyone knows it is a classic. Yeah. Because the past Dad, number four. So that's my that's my number five. Number four is a song that he's not as nearly as well known, uh, but it's an excellent song. It's called Outfit. It's by Drive By Truckers, um, and this was uh, it's great. It's it was it was when Jason Isbell was in the band. He was in it and then he was out. But uh, it's it's kind of a southern guide to life from Jason Isbell to his I think it's to his son, but it's not clear. It's to his kid. And it's just really funny, and it's about these like hard-earned lessons from father to child. Well, I used to go out in a Mustang, a 302 Mark One in green. Me and your mama made you in the back. That's great, and and there's my favorite line in the song is he says. He says, don't worry about losing your accent. A southern man tells better jokes. I like that one. That's good. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. And he talks about staying away from drugs, which, if you know Jason Isbell's backstory, he had some serious drug problems, which is why he got kicked out of the band. Um, he says, I might have mentioned this on a past show, but I, I, it still boggles my mind, but he says he basically blacked out his whole time in Drive-By Truckers because he was so wasted the whole time. Wow. Doing, like, every drug, imagine, like, every pill, heroin, everything imaginable, so... So that's why I say I think it was hard-earned uh, lessons that he could teach his child. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, number num- num- number three, moving on. And Jason Isbell is actually coming to D.C. this week. I'm hoping to snag a ticket, but uh, it is sold out. So his his last album is phenomenal. So number three, um, I think this song might come up again, uh, but Forever Young, Bob Dylan. Um, and let me emphasize that Bob Dylan's version of Forever Young. Because <laughs> um, when I mentioned it to Vicky, she said, Wait, that's a terrible song. And I said, no, 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 not the Rod Stewart. Oh, thing. no. Talking about Bob Dylan. I'm gonna, well, I, I will whack, as a tease here on the show, I will that's wax great. poetic about the Rod Stewart version here coming up in a few minutes. <laughs> I uh, get it. Another version. That's not fair. So there is, since, without any further ado, let's talk Forever Young because there's there's several aspects I mean, here in Forever Young. it's an incredible song. It it mm-hmm. is it's an incredible song and it it's is on, it not the theme song for the show Parenthood? It is it is and I'll I'll it talk is, about okay. I'm going to talk about the about Parenthood and this being Parenthood's finale last week and, and, but yeah. Forever Young uh, there's of course three Forever Youngs right there and then so you say version but there there's three well there's four really there's two versions of the Dylan track right and then there's right there's, there's the slow and the fast one and there's a cover that came out this week which is fantastic which i do want to play uh which which was in parenthood maybe it's time to really? do that now actually yeah sure yeah. um in, in who covered so in the parenthood finale they had iron and wine 
And Rihanna, I think her name is Rihanna Giddens. She's from Carolina Chocolate Drops. Oh and, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. really good. She's she's yeah. on the, uh, the those uh, the Dylan sessions. That right, we did, she did um, exactly with, with Mumford, with Mumford yeah. and and uh, Jim James and all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and she this version. So they they had this this was specially cut for the finale of Parenthood, the series finale, which aired this May week. And here it is. You build a ladder to the stars Climb on every rung May you stay Forever young Forever young Yeah, it's a great version. So That's cool. She has, a, she has an amazing voice. Yeah. I've been impressed with her, but um. So, but then there's. So anyway, that let's keep. Well, sorry, sorry. I want to keep going on Forever Young real quick. No, go so, ahead. so you got these. Go so you got that cover version. Then you got the two Dylan versions. And are you the? Uh, do you like the slow version or the fast? Uh, I think I prefer the faster one. I'm I'm with you on the fast. I'm with you on the fast. But I, I mean, was I like first, both. Both first good, introduced so. to the song. This is where TV. This is the power of uh, of a. I feel like connecting a song with something. I was first introduced to the song due to the slow version, or not due to the you know because of the or I'm introduced to the slow version of the song. And then I feel like with Parenthood, Parenthood uses it so well in the opening credits that I've fallen in love now yeah. more so with the fast version. And I can't say enough oh, about yeah. that show. By the way, it's amazing. I think it was a great show. And um, so that's that's that. Now you've got. And now let's not forget about. Of course, there's the Forever Young, which was used in the OC, which was covered. And there were two versions of that, right? There was oh, the that's 80s. Right, that's right. There was the 80s version. Then there was the youth group version. Yeah. And then there was the, right. the Jay Z. Alphaville was the original. Yeah. And Alphaville. then there's the Jay Z yeah. sample, right? And that now that's not about. But that's totally different because that's not a parent kid thing. That's like about like teenage rebellious yeah. youth right what is so so why, why why do we keep naming things songs forever young is it the same thing as like the kids aren't all right everybody has to write their own version of it yeah, yeah. It has a ring to it i guess yeah. i don't know yeah i think yeah just, no there's it's like it's, it's like some re, you know recurring theme i you know i'm sure people find them but the thing know, that's like, here's what's interesting there's it's two different takes right dylan is telling a kid and and, and as is rod stewart whether or not he wrote the song i don't know i hadn't looked that up i actually have a fun story about that Oh, good. Okay, I want to hear about it. I do. Want, you want to? Yeah. I, I I always figured his his version, Rod Stewart's version, is about always dating very very young women. Mm, could be. Yeah. His vamp <laughs> his vampire like uh, sexual appetite. It's true. <laughs> well, his also his vampire like looks. The guy doesn't. I mean, the hair his the body ages, but the hair doesn't really age. It's remarkable yeah. how he keeps that it's hair. True. It's his yeah. calling card. Really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely remarkable. Uh, and and you know what? I mean, I. I wanted to wait until my list to cue up the opening the opening tones if you will of forever young by rod stewart but you know if we're if we're here we can wait yeah oh you want to wait oh ty doesn't want to <laughs> no it's just kidding you can play it no i, I feel care. like and it's no i People of our age, I feel like there's nothing more that says like Sunday morning countdown with Shadow Stevens than something <laughs> like this. Like this is like you hear this and you're just like, yeah. I mean, this is this is this has that the countdown like the pop countdown the charts. Wasn't the I remember the video what? being like filmed in like in like the L A River like I think, reservoir area? Was it Wayne area, Gretzky right? in the video? Like wasn't there a Wayne Gretzky? Really? Role? I don't know. 
Wasn't there like a little redheaded kid? Todd, could you not could you not talk over the song, Todd? What? What? Don't talk over. Oh, this. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> sacred ground. <laughs> the Church of Rod is in session. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's oh the the wisdom that he's imploring right now it's amazing oh, i think man. we should start a yeah. uh, rod circle club forever rod forever awesome. yeah <laughs> we have to get rod into the band yeah <laughs> oh he'd have to lead it another sure. rod oh yeah would we do faces songs or just rod stewart solo <laughs> that's the question <laughs> I think, I think not dedicated on that. Do we yeah. are we good um, or do we need do you need me to queue up downtown no, train? We're, we're, we're good. good. Okay. No, I think we're good. Oh, okay. But Scott, I do like your point about uh, about the the Dylan and I would say Rod Stewart versions, which are more like uh, hopeful for their next generation. Right, right. Kids. Not and, versions. And so let's make it clear: it's is... not a cover. Not the, for Rod Stewart is a different song for all no, the listeners. I know. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but um, but the, and then the other Alphaville slash Skeleton Key that that version is more about like wanting to stay youthful yourself. Right. You know, yeah. Being sad about lost youth. So anyway, I was just in this. The, the last couple things about the about Dylan's Forever Young was that this song, if people haven't heard it before, but it's basically like a blessing slash instructional from you know obviously he's the songwriting master I guess in my opinion. But um, moving on to number two, um, this is one that overlaps with Harrison. I have Daughter by Loudon Wainwright the third, um, and uh, yeah we already played it, but. You know, it's got a nice country feel to it. And actually, coincidentally, also sounds a lot like Dylan. It's definitely, but Wainwright does in general, I would say. But um, mm -hmm. it's definitely Dylan-esque, I think that's fair to say. But he's, he's, and, a, um, he's a wickedly yeah. smart songwriter, uh, Loud yeah, Wainwright. Yeah. His stuff is great. And uh, he actually has a ton of songs about his kids. Uh, Rufus yeah. is a tit man is hysterical. It's about Rufus Wainwright. His son, which is all the more ironic because Rufus is gay, uh, um, and that must be a little embarrassing for Rufus later in life, I guess. I I'm sure. Like, I think he gets it. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm then, sure he's cool with it now, but at some point that would be awkward with him. And there's a he has a song called "Your Mother and I," which is about divorce, which is really intense. So I think he's he does a lot on like the whole like the family aspect. So he's worth checking out for some good family songs. Yeah. He's really right. Yeah. And you know, bringing it back, like I said, I was going to talk a little bit about the parenthood aspect of it, the show parenthood. And I, I just, I'll, I'll do that now. I think that, um, it, to me, it was the best use of song that I, best use of music I've seen in any TV show uh, at all. I thought that Liza Richardson, That's high praise. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, Liza Richardson is the music supervisor. I mean, just go through there. There are playlists out there, Spotify playlists that are the songs from parenthood and you go through it and you'll, find very few duds on the on the list and yeah um, i did that today, yeah and i, I agree yeah it, she she did an amazing job liza richardson she did it and uh, i discovered a ton of music watching that show and Lown wainwright the uh, third i discovered some of his music there's a song called swimming song which i really love yes. and that song is just awesome and if you haven't heard this one Harrison, you talk about songs that give you chills, right? You talked about that with the song Daughter. And, like, this song gives me chills. Like, this is just, 
it's so well written and the message is is so awesome and it's this great metaphor of like how to make it in a pool versus how to make it in life and you know it can be used if you're teaching your kid how to swim or you teach your kid how to live or what i, I don't know you i think the bottom the, the bottom line here is check out loud and wayne right the third also uh, high praise to liza richardson and what they did with parenthood because uh, it kind of sparked this discussion too so anyway yeah. i just wanted to mention and that. Yeah. and 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 going back to daughter yeah it's such an earworm so if you yeah. do listen to it good luck getting it out of your head for a while oh, yeah. stay in there but it's a yeah anyway great one and then moving on to my number one to close it out um this was kind of my uh front runner all week in deciding this list because i've loved this song for since i was a kid but it's mother and child reunion by paul simon and um it's just a it's a, an amazing tune and i mean that in terms of in the literal sense um and it's got that great reggae inflection um, which was actually it was interesting. He was one of the first like white artists to um, to have like to have a reggae song on the on the charts. Because so, that was only 1972, so it kind of he was a little ahead of his time because you later saw um, you saw Eric Clapton get into reggae with I Shot the Sheriff, um, some other stuff, and then you saw obviously the Police break it huge with that reggae sound. Um, anyway, but and great female backup vocals on there. Um, and and actually, interesting note, something I learned is that uh, Sissy Houston sings backup. She's one of the backup singers, who's Whitney Houston's mother. Wow. And, uh, and it actually, yeah, I learned that. And also, it was recorded in Jamaica, the song, with Jimmy Cliff's backing group band. So I thought that was pretty oh, cool, Oh, those too. are two very interesting facts, yeah. Yeah, the reggae, yeah, the reggae sound. Um, so yeah, one thing that, that struck me, and this is part of why I love doing this show, is that you know I always learn new things, even about songs that I've listened to my whole life. And so, what got me got me thinking this week about like what the song is actually about, because um, I never really thought about what it was about. It sounds like a happy song if you just kind of listen to it superficially, because it's kind of bouncy and it's catchy. But it's it's actually a song. It's a pretty sad song, and I guess and it's about death. So anyway, I still love it. It doesn't change it. It just gives me a different perspective. But I think. I, I, it's not clear, I guess, the relationship, but it seems like it's either, you know, a mother mourning the loss of her child or a child mourning the loss of her mother. But interesting. interesting. So that's my, dark. that's my number one. Yeah, it's oh, good you know call. Dark, so. Good, good call. <laughs> but I would not give false hope on the strange and awful day when the mother and child. Todd, way to hit the course. Yeah. Way to hit the hook right there. That was perfect. Talk about uh, earworms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's an earworm. Uh, so my list, we've... So we've that's dis- my list. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Todd, recap your list, man. Recap, recap All right, your so list. Number five, yeah. Teacher, no, yeah, number five, Teacher Children, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Number four, Outfit, by, by, by Chuckers. Three, Forever Young, Bob Dylan. Two, Daughter, Loud and Lean, right? The third. And number one, Mother and Child Reunion, Paul Simon. Good list. Good list. That's it. Nice. Nice. So my list has several of the songs we've already discussed off of my list. So uh, my explanations will go rather quickly because we've discussed Rod Stewart already, which is number five on my list. And I'm not going to replay Rod Stewart right now because I feel like I had one thing to mention, but go ahead. Oh, no, Todd, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you have some honorable mentions. I apologize. No, Todd. Todd, No, no, no. One thing on Rod Stewart, I mean, on Rod Stewart. So one thing I learned, again, I didn't know this about the song, about the songwriting is that Rod Stewart, when he wrote the song, and I think he might have had a co-writer, when he wrote the song, even before it was released, he realized that it was very similar, borrowed heavily from Bob Dylan. So he called up Bob Dylan, and they negotiated an agreement 
and uh, they share songwriting credits on it. So Dylan gets wrote really? that song. No way. But Interesting. Cool. Yeah, so they, yeah, they that actually is... negotiated in advance. So when you said it's not a cover, it's true. It's not a cover, but it is deeply tied. inspired. Deeply tied, yes. Deeply wow. inspired. They said he even lifted certain lyrics. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a reboot. It's like a reboot. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's like interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what's interesting is, you know, what I said earlier about Vicky's reaction is just interesting because people of our generation, for a lot of them, including me, I knew the Rod Stewart version actually before right. the Bob Dylan version. Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. As a kid. Because it was such yeah. a huge yeah. hit. We were, yeah. yeah, we were kids. It was, I think we were, you know, it was like 1988. Right. So. Yeah, I learned about the Dylan version later, even though the Dylan version came out in the late 70s, I mean, like 10 years earlier. Kind of like this, like if I accidentally played the wrong Rod Stewart song right now, I mean... You never play the wrong Rod Stewart <laughs> You know what? So did you guys There's know... There's a whole other discussion what he did to Downtown Train. Yeah, well, that's what I'm playing right now. Here it is. Oh. Here it is. Right, Tom Waits. <laughs> Yeah, He's like, you don't know Gravelly, Tom Wait. I'll do Gravelly. Let's, <laughs> let's wait till it kicks in here. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what is Tom Waits We're doing? off the rails. <laughs> yeah, we are. You had a Rod Stewart and Billy Joel agenda today, I think. You're I really you always accuse me of that. Well, Todd, I, I'm sorry I cut short your Fleetwood Mac agenda. Early, anyway. Oh, it's okay. Uh, yeah. It's all right. I feel like we got plenty of the Big Mac attack. All right. So, so enough of the Rod Stewart. <laughs> That's probably the last Rod Stewart we'll mention on this show. But he, Rod Stewart, Forever Young, was my number five. I wanted to get kind of a cheesy song in there, and yeah, it's an earworm. I like it. A number four, Mother and Child Reunion, Paul Simon, which we've discussed. <laughs> And now we're gonna go down. We're going down a sinkhole here, everybody. Oh, this is number, gonna get bad. <laughs> this is uh-oh, gonna get. Uh-oh. This is gonna get bad. I mean, well, it's like, let's not. Well, let's let's not talk it's about. Gotta be bad. Right, but it's but the the thing is, the original is a very good song, and and the, it's almost like this doesn't deserve to go down the sinkhole, but it's going to anyway because we know where it's going. <laughs> but the, the, my number three song is "Cats in the Cradle" by Harry Shapin, of course. Dad, you know I'm gonna be like you And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man on the phone When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when But we'll get together Now this then morphed somehow into this Are you gonna play the ugly kid Joe there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> America's Least Wanted. I had this on cassette tape. I remember very being a very moody middle schooler. Of course. And, and like sitting down and like playing this with my dad, like it was I was gonna introduce him to a song. Okay. I think he looked at me like I was an idiot and kept oh, uh, you know, reading the newspaper. I think that's fun. <laughs> funny. <laughs> I think it's a great theme, actually, of this show that I didn't even think about before, before the show. But that, that we're, we, there's a theme here of updating things for like younger generations, and, and not surprising because we're talking about parenthood. But I think it's kind of cool that you know a couple of these songs were covered or reinterpreted, you know, for a later generations. It's true. And now, since we're on the ugly kid Joe. Uh, kick would, would it? It would be criminal Is to this not give you an play. To play everything it, it about would, you. It would be criminal, right? <laughs> Harrison. Well, definitely. Harrison did. Yeah. <laughs> go there. Go there. Go down that. One. I, I enjoy that sinkhole. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
I love Harrison. 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 I Parents dedicate to their kids. This is one that at every point some kid dedicates to their parents, probably. Uh, everything true. About You by Ugly Kid Joe. So now we've gone. It's great that we've covered Billy Joel, Rod Stewart, and Ugly Kid Joe in depth today on this Parenthood episode. Uh, so Cats in the Cradle was my. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention on Cats in the Cradle. Yes. Again, ahead. sorry. No, I, go. I, there was one no, thing that I, I never. So again, it's kind of like the um, going back to the dark side here, but yeah. like the Paul Simon thing. You know, I learned about that song. I, Cats in the Cradle, I never really, again, paid attention that much to the lyrics. When, maybe it's because Ugly Kid Joe was involved. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, when you read the lyrics, and I read them today before the show, I was, it's a really dark song. It's like yeah, about yeah. this neglectful father, and I never really thought about that. But, it's, yeah, this neglectful father who raises his kid and never shows up for anything, and then is saddened when later in life his son has kids and his son has can't make time to see his dad when his dad wants to see him. So... Yeah, it's a weird circle of life thing, going back to life. Oh. <laughs> Just to tie it all together. But again, it's a really dark song, but it's a great, it's a classic. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, yeah, I think, uh, I, you know, I was thinking about that too as I was selecting the song. It's not like, I, I, I don't feel like it's super dark. And maybe that's because our standards today are like, everything is so, so dark. But I feel like it's all more of like a truth kind of thing. I mean, I don't know. It's not, to me, it doesn't. Because it doesn't involve death, <laughs> so maybe it's short. Of, it's short <laughs> yeah. of it. But it's it's this like I th- I look at it more of like a lesson, right? You're right, Todd. That is what it's about. But I and this is part of this show too, right? How you how you interpret songs. And I yeah. I didn't I didn't necessarily um, I didn't I don't interpret it as as such a I, I interpret it more as like a, as a lesson, and you know and and yeah, it's it's kind I, of sad, but it's also like don't I do this. I saw exactly yeah. the same way. I no, I agree. I agree with. It. I agree with that. I mean, like, don't I, make know. the same mistake I did. I feel like with that whole it's, song, it's like a parable, you know. A parable. Yeah. You can, you know, right. people learn from it. Yeah. Right. Good job, Harry Nelson. Number <laughs> number two. Or Harry Chapin. I'm yeah, sorry. Harry Chapin. Yeah, Nelson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Harry, Harry Nelson is Harry. Harry Nelson is. Uh, Harry. is well, I get Harry, Harry Chapin and Cat Stevens. I get mixed up. I'm gonna admit. Uh, yeah. I get, oh, I, 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 yeah. I thought the Cats, Cats in the Cradle was a because. Was a Cat and you know song. why that is? I bet it's because Cats is in the song. I bet that's why people it do probably it. Probably does like, yeah. sub, sub, yeah. Subconsciously. Subconscious. But yes, yeah. I always. Whatever, half the time when I look up that song on you know in a Spotify or YouTube or some you know situation, uh, yeah, I'll act. I'll type in Cat Stevens and. Uh, and, and it's I bet funny because he has a song called Father and Son. Which I considered right. for this, but it's, yeah. on, it's on the playlist, but I, it didn't make the cut. Yeah. So, so moving on to number two on my list, a song that I'm super proud of, and it's on my uh, nonstop playlist with Noah right now. We do our, we dance all the time to a song by Nas called "Daughters," and it's just awesome. And if you haven't heard it, it awesome is a big, th- but it's great. I feel like it's anyway, Harrison, like you said, you have a daughter, like you got that song, and I feel like this is great because it's a hip hop. And, and, and look, my daughter, she's little, she doesn't understand the lyrics yet, so it's all good. <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. And this was off his most recent album a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I call this. 
For my brothers with daughters, I call this. For my brothers with daughters, I saw my daughter send a letter to some boy her age who locked up. First I regretted it, then caught my rage. Like, how could I not protect her from this awful fate? Never try to hide who I was. She was taught and raised like a princess, but while I'm on stage. So th- there's a lyric, there's some lyrics in the song that I love. Harrison, you may you may be able to relate to this one. I mean, both of us at some point, I'm sure, will be able to. Not not now because our kids are little, <laughs> but uh, it's he says when you know the way mothers feel for their sons, how fathers feel for their daughters. When he date, he straight chip off his own papa. When she date, we wait behind the door with the sawed off because we think no one is good enough for our daughters. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I, I, it's, yeah, it's a great song. Anyway. So yeah, I want and I wanted there's, to get a hip hop track on her. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm glad you got it. There's there's a hip hop track represented here, but I think um, there's a funny line in there, and I can't remember exactly what it is about uh about how you know you you kind of act, you do all these kind of crazy things, and 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 uh, he's basically saying, and then you have a daughter to kind of teach you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Some car- karmic, karmic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no. There is there is this. It is. It's all about. It's it's um. You're right. It is. There is part of it that's all about like karma, and I think that I don't know. As a dad, I feel like that. You feel like that some sometimes, Harrison. You're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. it's definitely a karmic <laughs> thing. It's definitely some karma. Harrison and I both ended up with daughters. Yeah, I, I don't know. There, there is. I, I think there is some kind of thing there that like. So, it's yeah. a good point. It's a good thing he raises. And then the, yeah. the last thing is. He, he talks about social media. He has like a whole verse, yeah. which I think is hilarious. He <laughs> talks about Twitter and how his daughter's posting on Instagram. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's good. Very, it's very up to date. Anyway, we do so so. No, and I we dance. There you go, Harrison. <laughs> So number 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 one on my list was was Forever Young by Dylan, and I talked about which version slow verse fast. I talked about that earlier, but I do want to say one more thing about parenthood and music and being a parent and 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 being a new parent. I'm only you know less little less than six months into this thing, and I couldn't imagine doing it without music. I got to say, like it plays <laughs> such a pivotal role, and it's been so cool to see how. Um, my my daughter, how certain kinds of music, like she reacts to hip hop music, which is amazing, and it's not because that's all I play. As you guys know, we all of us listen to such a wide variety of music, and I would play all these kinds of music because everybody's going crazy, especially those first four or eight weeks when you're home with her, and she, you know, and and it's like it's craziness, and um, and she would calm down to hip hop music, and I don't know what it is. I'm not a scientist, but maybe that you know, maybe there is something there, but I do think that there's something that she, e- each she of us. She shows a thug life. That's that's I mean... true. That's, that's true. Each of us, she's but dropping he, Cali, man. She's yeah, too. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But each of us are like are attracted to a certain kind of music. You know, each all of us we like different kinds of music. But we like we like some kinds more than others, and we like some kinds of different times or whatever. Hip hop calmed her. We listen to a lot of hip hop. We listen to everything. But what, I, what I'm saying is like I can't. And it's it's so great now too to be able to play everything because yeah, the lyrics obviously don't matter at this point. Um, but but it's it's you know it's just cool. I'm just saying. And Harrison, you could probably relate to this a bit. Like, like I can't imagine doing it without music because the music also gets you through. It's like the hard. It's the hardest thing you do, right? You bring this kid home and and nobody's sleeping and nobody knows what what to do with this baby and like what do you and and but the only thing that you and the baby have to get through it are music. And I'll tell this story about like no, I don't think we had slept in like three weeks and and um, and finally Noah goes to sleep. 
And I put on Tom Petty, and literally it's me sitting on the couch in her room, and she's in her crib, and everybody's sleeping. And I say, this is amazing. Music does this. Music calms you, and it calms everything. And I were talking to Todd then, and Todd was saying, you know, music calms even the most savage beast, which is so yeah, true. Right. <laughs> I, I love that quote. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's true. I had this moment, and I'm like, the music did it. So I don't know. And it, Maybe you, know, you it'll, it'll to con- yeah, I, I you know? totally relate to that. I remember those times, and it continues into toddlerhood and, and, and farther on. And for me, like Penny, I got this uh, – Father's Day card from Penny that she made at school, and it says, "What's your favorite thing to do with your dad?" And it said, "Listen to music in his car, like for when we drive around That's together." Great. That was like yeah. so cool. <laughs> we listen to songs, and like she can sing every word to uh, "Radioactive" by the Imagine Dragons. Uh, she will march around my house, uh, bellowing Seven Nation Army" through a, a <laughs> toilet paper tube. Oh man. It's just great. marching through the house. It's so funny. Yeah. It's just it keeps going, and, and yeah. it's like it's a language. She'll like listen to lyrics. Um, so, what was it? Uh, Black Keys. Their uh, uh, my my the oh the lonely boy. No, the no. Uh, the... Uh, it was the more it was more, more recently. Uh, or no. Um, damn it. Black Submarine. Was it, was it Gotta Get Away? That no, Black Submarine. Or, oh, Black Submarine. Oh, it's a great song. Yeah. It's, oh, no, that's, that's a great lyrics song. To Black Submarine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, like a lonely heart is blind. She's like, how can a heart be blind? Yeah. As like, as like, it's. I was trying to explain the subtleties of lyricism to her. She didn't quite get it. Uh, <laughs> someday. <laughs> someday. Someday. When. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. It's it's such it's such a good connection between us because we can sing along the songs together. I don't mind when she sings Frozen. She sings the lyrics wrong. And it's hysterical. But uh, yeah, it, it's cool. It's a it's a good thing, and I I hope that I can keep it up with her. And I gotta keep on top of the other stuff. When you know that's gonna be the hardest part is listening to the garbage that she's gonna be listening to when she's in a yeah. yeah. I, I think Dave Grohl talked about that in a recent interview. Yeah, how they were anyway. you know listening to all that stuff. But uh, anyway, it's all good. And yeah, so this the show it was really cool to do this list, and uh, and now we gotta make a, a final top five. I think that Mother Child Reunion is on there, obviously. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and forever young, forever young, Dylan. Yep, forever, <laughs> Dylan. Not Rod Stewart. Um, and then also, also, uh, daughter, uh, daughter. Loud, yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah, Loud Wainwright. And then we, so then we've got a few others. I mean, I off of my list, I'd I'd love to nominate the Nas track. Maybe we can get some hip hop, uh, hip hop representation in there, if possible. I want to put that on the big board. Okay. Any anything else? Uh, what else, guys? I I'm, I'm not gonna be. Greedy, so I'm I'm fine with what we talked about because I already you know my top three are yeah. we've already included so I'm good. Harris, do you want we'll leave Drive By Truckers and CSNY out of it? Okay, we've got we got, we got Lullaby and Stay Up Light in mind. I'm not going to argue for Stevie Wonder for the cheese factor. Gracie's <laughs> a little unknown. What do you think, Scott? <laughs> Lullaby, obviously by Billy Joel. Right. I mean River okay. of Dreams. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I nominated it. You. Lullaby. All right. <laughs> So our definitive five. Well, we got to count them. So, so we got to order them. Yeah, we got to order them. We know that these are. So, can are you? Well, you guys decide. Obviously, you know how I vote with Nas versus Billy Joel, four or five. Who's four and who's five? Todd, I guess you're the deciding factor. Oh, hang on, Todd. Nas in those last two slots. No. No. We got daughter, mother, child reunion, and. uh, Okay. And yeah. what else? Right, and Forever Young. And Forever Young. And I just didn't know. Oh, okay. So if it's between Nas and Billy Joel, I, I'd probably go with Nas over Billy Joel. All right. Okay. So we can put Joel in the five slot, Billy Joel. All right. right. Billy Joel's in the five. Nas is in the four. Uh, Forever Young, Mother Child Reunion, and Daughter. I think, well, Daughter was on. 
Mother Child Reunion and, and Forever Young were on all were on. Oh no, were any on? Uh, Harrison, Harrison, I think I don't think we had one. They all on had two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, they all have two. So. Uh, whoever, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, we'll I go really, around and vote. Let's vote for a number one. Let's vote for a number one. We'll go around and vote. I, I go, I'll go. I'll start. Uh, or Harrison, you start. You since that's my number one. one's daughter. That's yeah. Okay. That's just my vote. Todd? Well, my my number one was on my list. Mother and child reunion. So and so my number one is Forever Young. This didn't help. Okay. <laughs> Let's. You know what? Why don't we? Do we want to do a three way a, a three way tie for the number one slot? I mean, is that fair uh, or is that? I, mean, I think we can. Is that, that is well, a cop out? Yeah. Is that being no, but look, look. I, I mean, I have all three on mine. So, like, I'm, I, I would say my feeling is it, this is my feeling. If it's going to be, if I pick two, I would say one should be either Mother and Child Reunion or I'd actually say Forever Young. Oh, so I, and I would go and with Daughter Forever in the Young. Three slot, that's what I would Daughter say. in the three slot. <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we recognized it. I feel like Daughter. You know, it's not as well known as songs. So you sold me out, Todd, because you're the only one who had my back on that. So that's fine. It's... <laughs> Harrison gets screwed. Oh, Child Reunion has very deep roots it's for fine. me. It's cool. We're good <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, I remember you guys colluding a time or two. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I see how it, yeah, is. it happens. All right. Anyways, um, so I would say Daughter 3, and then I'm okay with Forever Young being number one, Scott. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. We could put Mother and Child number two. All right. What do you think, Harrison? I think it's bullshit, and, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, I think... If you want to do the three-way tie, if you're happier with the no, three-way no, tie. I... No, no, I don't. I feel like that's a cop-out. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right, the list is done. Number right. five, Lullaby by Billy Joel. Number four, Daughters by Nas. Number three, uh, Daughter by Loudon Wainwright. Number two, Mother Child Reunion by Paul Simon. And number one, Forever Young, Either Fast or Slow, However You Take It, by Bob Dylan. So there you but, go. Bye, 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 Bob Dylan. Bye, bye Bob Dylan. <laughs> Yes, a number. Yes, you just made that sound a little dirty, but I'm not yeah. whatever. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. There, there was an innuendo there. Yeah, there was innuendo. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, you know, that's what we I do. So. Let sleeping dogs lie. That's that's okay, right. Is it okay, if I mention my my honorable mention since I didn't. Yeah, get my yeah. Go ahead, Todd. Of course, go ahead. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Because there were some very notable songs, as always. No, there are always some that don't make the cut. Todd, it's it's Todd. Know, it's, it's not okay. It's not okay, Todd. We have to hit a break at the top of the hour. Yeah, it's okay. What are we gonna? Yeah, where where are we going? Yeah, we do have our advertisers. Yeah, right. Right. Where are we going? Um, Go ahead. We're gonna sell some Pringles. You know? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> all right. So I had I wanted to mention all, all my love by Led Zeppelin, which was Robert Plant's song about his son who died, I believe, at a young age. Uh, but a great. That's I mean, most people know that if they're into classic rock, it's a it's a great song, but not quite again up there for me. Uh, great uh, kind of a, a deeper cut for Bruce Springsteen called Living Proof. It's about the birth of his first child. Uh, great song too. So if you've never heard Living Proof by Bruce, check it out. And then uh, I had, for the Beatles, actually, Let It Be, which didn't ultimately qualify as a song that fit the category, I felt like, as Harrison's criteria um, kind of define it, and I, I defined it too. But Let It Be is an amazing song that Paul McCartney wrote about his mother, who was deceased, coming to him in his dreams, basically, and, and like giving him advice and telling him to let it be. So I thought that was worth, it was worth mentioning. Um, and then, yeah, a few others. Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton, Beautiful Boy, John Lennon, um, and I'll leave it at that. Oh, and of course, with arms wide open by Creed. How could I forget? Ah! Oh. <laughs> How did that Shit. not make anybody? We list? almost got. Not... Well, you he know what? He was father of the All year. Right, you know what? I'm going to segue that into our next segment. Watch this. Watch this. Hey, I'm going to segue I that. I figured a shit rock reference would be a good segue. Yeah, well, I'm going to segue. I'm going to segue that into our next segment. I was going to talk my my. We you know we talk a lot about new releases of the week, and I was going to talk about. 
the new government mule release, which is called Sco Mule, and it's Harrison has no idea where I'm going with this. And it, it's <laughs> it's it's government mule playing with John Schofield. They've collaborated several times in the oh, past, nice. and, and it's it's great. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's you know if you're it's hardcore jammy, all instrumental, you know. But if you're in the mood, it's great. Now, what I was going to say is, Government Mule, I mean, this is what's amazing. In a month span, Government Mule has put out two albums, okay? They put out the the, uh, the album um, uh, Dark Side of the Mule, okay, which was obviously a lot of Pink Floyd covers. Then they also put, where, what is going on? Ty, what's going on Ty, what is going on in your studio? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Oh, okay. All right. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, we Sorry. You were, like, making a whole bunch of noise. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. I was moving. Uh, I was moving. I was just getting some water. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, you got to put your microphone on mute when you do that, buddy. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if Rod Stewart had come over. Uh, but anyway. Um, do you want to so, back it up to you talking about... No, let's keep Harrison. We're we're gonna okay. keep going. We're gonna keep going. So, Government Mule, new album, Sco Mule. What I was gonna say is the bookends are interesting because they came out with a new album like a month ago called Dark Side of the Mule. They do Pink Floyd covers, and they come out with John this thing with John Schofield. In the middle, they do a New Year's show with Miles Kennedy as the front man of the band, and they do ACDC covers. Miles Kennedy was in Alter Bridge with which is the shoot the offshoot of Creed. Oh, that was that was Mark Tremonti, right? He was in that. From yeah, Creed. that that was it. That was right, such a long, right. a long, a long. Wow, sequence. you tied it together. Yeah. You did. Wow, it was kind of a roundabout <laughs> way, but you did it. Well, and I was going to talk about how you know the 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 amazing. Um, the 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 flexibility of of Warren Haynes and as far as what kind oh, yeah. of music, but that was it. But I didn't mean to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to get out of the Creed conversation, so that's that's where that went. Anyway. Well, yeah, I guess Warren Haynes isn't even performing in the uh, the Grateful Dead 50th anniversary cash grab. He's uh, he's not even no he's taking it. That's that. true. He's well, yeah. It's surprising. That is surprising. Yeah. That is surprising. Well, so Todd, going back to, I mean, is, you mentioned you had a Creed reference. Is that really a song about kids? With a, yeah, with arms <laughs> wide open is about when when he found out he was having a kid. Because I that's told when he won Father of the Year. He won well, that like. I told yeah, you guys. It's a terrible song. I yeah, joke, I told you I when we, I had to mention. It. No, that is because I told you that I heard that once. I was in a strip club and it and there was a girl dancing to "With Arms Wide Open." <laughs> oh, that's even weirder. Yeah, that's really oh god. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh. Anyway, any anything I mentioned what what I've been listening to this week. Uh, what anything you guys been listening to this week? You want to mention? I, I listened to uh, uh, the Punch Brothers, the Phosphorescent Blues. It's a new album. Oh, cool. They're kind of a they're described as a like bluegrass chamber music so it was really good it was a good chill thing to listen to at work so um and it starts the first track's like 11 minutes long but it's still a really cool album so you know check it out if you want something kind of mellow and uh country yeah cool. i've heard some I, of yeah, their I, stuff i like them yeah yeah they're good and i i listened to the new d'angelo album which i told scott about <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't know. I couldn't, it's, it, it, I couldn't really get into it. I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm Shocking. with you. I, I'm, I, so I'm with you. I've had, you know, I, I, and it's funny because you meet these people, these people who talk to you about it and you like, they'll like, people are nuts about this they'll literally, album. they'll literally, like, if you tell them you don't like it, they will, they will fucking kill you. They will like be like, you don't like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 yeah. So here's the deal. I don't know a use case for the music. Other than when you're getting laid, I just can't figure out when these people listen to it. Like, I don't know. Like, do you listen to that at work? Because that's like weird. Like, I don't know. Do you like unless right. you're into R and B? Like, 
it's different. The people are like into R and B, but R and B is like kind of an out. It's like the outskirts of my musical realm, right? So like, when other than when you're getting late, unless these people have a lot of sex, I mean, that could be it. I don't know. Like, well, like, what is the other? <laughs> you, what is the? This is. Am I not sexy enough to listen to this music? I, re- is that the I remember definitely. I definitely remember in college hooking up with a girl to Timbaland because that was like. <laughs> Where did this? Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Did, I was relating. <laughs> you were talking about when Wait, you listen to R and B. That's a different list, by the way. We should do. Top five hookup songs. We should definitely do. That. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's all right. That's good. I'm glad this went somewhere. But Todd, I agree with you, D'Angelo. Um, I think it's it's really good. There are so, a few tracks. I, I thought it was yeah. okay, but I, yeah, it's definitely not driving music. Yeah. <laughs> talking about that. But yeah, yeah. anyway, it's, uh, yeah. I like you, Scott. I agree with what you're saying. I mean, I, I'm certainly not an R&B fan necessarily. Yeah. I like some R&B, but so. You know, that's that was what I thought of it. And then Harrison and I both kind of weighed in on Slater Kinney to each other. But mm. I, I really actually liked the new album. But, it uh, grew I was on never it, a Slater it, Kinney fan necessarily before, but yeah. more out of ignorance than out of dis, you know distaste for it. It grew on me. I listened to it a couple times. It grew on me. It's good. Yeah. It's worth checking out. You have to check that out. Yep. The new Fallout Boy album though is not worth checking out. Mm. Good. So that I believe. <laughs> American. <laughs> I'll it's take your a, word on that. The title. The title alone is American Beauty. Slash American Psycho, and they yeah. can just f right off. Wow, yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. so wrong. <laughs> that's yeah. All right, that's enough of the American Beauty. Reference. They need their yeah, no, yeah. No, right. I know, no, I know. No, yeah, that's no, yeah, yeah, that's no good. <laughs> so, Todd, it was some news items of the week. Todd, you wanted to touch on the Sam Smith Tom Petty controversy, which took place. Yeah, this week. I thought it was yeah. interesting. It came out this week. I guess the settlement happened a while back, but it came out that. Uh, Sam Smith, who had the hit "Stay with Me," which was one of the biggest songs of last year, I'd say, um, yeah, he, he had to pay, he had to give Tom Petty songwriting credit partially, for uh, because of the similarity to "I Won't Back Down." So, which is really interesting to me because I've heard "Stay with Me" many, many times, and it never occurred to me. But then, as soon as I read that story, I said, "Oh yeah, I, I can see it." And if you you know sing the choruses, it's not, it doesn't apply to the verses. I don't think when I read, the verses are very different, but the chorus does have the same melody so this actually ties in nicely with the bob dylan rod stewart conversation because um you know this was another case of kind of an amicable uh settlement between parties and harrison can appreciate this as a lawyer but uh but yeah they it's cool that and tom petty said it in his statement he said look we we contacted his people when we heard the song and said hey you know this sounds a lot like i won't back down and apparently they said okay sure we're, we're gonna add you as with songwriting credit so uh, Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne, who co-wrote it with Tom Petty, uh, were added to it. So yeah, I thought it was—I thought it was an interesting story and nice that they avoided a conflict. And apparently Sam Smith was very, very cool about it. The so. moral of the story is: do not fuck with Tom Petty's lawyers. They are on point because obviously we know what they did That's with right. Mary Jane's <laughs> with with last names of Mary Jane and Danny California, and now just a few you know a few years later, of course this like and this is. Well, I can't believe they pulled this one out. I mean, they are, he's got those guys or, and girls on point. They are ready. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, they're getting paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got them on point. Anyway, uh, well, any anything else of note uh, for the week that we've left off? I think, you know, we did a, we did a nice job, a nice list this week. I, I don't know if there's anything that was. That was a of massive consequence that happened. Other, uh, yeah, there there really wasn't. Was there anything else, Harrison? I don't think so. I think we've covered no. the gamut pretty well today. Not, not yeah. nothing really came out this week either that was right. worth like that was really worthwhile. So yeah, Skomule. 
Except for Skomule. Skomule. I mean, yeah. I'll check it out. I'll yeah. check it out. You got well, yeah. You have to be in the right mindset. What did we say? There was a song that we. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was a song that we said we were going to end with. I can't remember what it was. Does anybody? Did you? Guys, oh, it was um, oh, your mama don't dance. Right? Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. Give me. You know what? I want to. That's one we're talking. Can we get about, the poison actually. version? Yeah, we got to find that. We got. We. I got to find that. Hang on. Let me go to the record store and dig it up. Uh, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah. This is a great call after the ugly kid Joe and everything else that we've talked about today. <laughs> hey, it's been good. Counting right. parenthood songs, and here's one from the kid directed to the parent, and it's a cover, and it's Poison. Rama, don't dance. We'll talk to you next time. Come on.